Welcome back to another episode of Life is Full of Daisies, where we talk all things life and becoming the best versions of ourselves. I'm Daisy Ayala, and on today's episode, we are back with my co-host, Norma Ayala. Hello, hello, hi, hi, nice to meet you all again. Long time no hear, or long time no speak, I guess. Yeah. All right, y'all, so on today's episode, I wanted to keep it short shorter because this is the week before the big celebration y'all we are gonna be celebrating on this saturday at the sporting club from four to seven this a lot of my guests are gonna be there norma's gonna be there uh i want you to come I don't care what you wear. Just come in your best form when you feel the best, okay? And I'm excited to be able to meet some of you and you to be able to meet some of the guests that we have been on the show. And also, before we even dive into today's episode, don't forget to follow us on Life is Full of Daisies on Instagram as well as subscribe to our channel on Spotify and Apple because that helps you know when the latest episode is out. And if you love what you're hearing, don't forget to rate us or give us a five-star review. Or leave a comment on what you love the best about the show because it helps us continue to grow the platform. And y'all, on this week's episode, I actually wanted to dive in to actually because I officially launched my business yesterday. The website is live. Right. Hey, celebration. We're going to be celebrating a lot on Saturday. But I actually wanted to do a special episode on what and how this all started because, you know, I want to be real with y'all. I'm not going to just say, oh, it just happened. But this has been like two years in the making. Yeah, I've heard about it. I, um, I heard about it again. <laughs> so this has been two years in the making for me. And I wanted to actually give you like a breakdown of like what how it all even came and how it ended up being the company that I've decided to to create because there was a lot of bumps on the road. There was a lot of self-doubt and there was just a lot of like not feeling worthy enough to be able to do something like this. But as always, you persevere and you just keep going, right? So anyways, the podcast, you know, started back in 2020. And I, from starting that podcast, I actually was wanting to do a side business kind of right after I started meeting a lot of uh, people or women in the networking realm. And so you start to get inspired. You start um, to like see like, wow, they're doing it. Like I want to do something like that. And I've always known like dental hygiene has been my number one passion. And I'm really good at my job. And I, I'm always like over the top with it too. I'm not just a basic hygienist. That's just not what I do. I am a dental hygiene practitioner um, because I care for patients. And I'm not just a teeth cleaner as some people would like to put it. You're not? But I've, um, no, I'm sorry, y'all. I mean, I mean, I mean, if you want to put it that way, I'm just a very overly paid, priced teeth cleaner then. But when you put it in the spectrum of what I actually do, I am paid appropriately for it. So anyways, my podcast started and I had, once you start getting surrounding yourself with another kind of level of individuals, you start to kind of encompass that and you start to think and you're like, okay, well, how did they do it? Or what did they do? And then you find that they started creating companies based on things or needs that they saw within like their own professions. So at that point, and also this is when like COVID hit. So we're in shutdown. So I'm watching a lot of videos. Um, TikTok started. TikTok has helped me like find new creators and stuff. And, and also a lot of business creators have been on there that have also inspired me. So then TikTok um, took off. And so then once 
at the end of uh, 2020, the Fatista started, or Jenny Sanchez, if y'all know her, she's the one that owns uh, Dance House Fitness here in Houston. She started a mentorship program at the end of, or she was at the beginning of 2021. So I decided to to bite the bullet and take her mentorship course. It's a year course where every month they had a special guest talking about certain things um, within the business world. So it's like it's helping you set up for like what you need to do for your business. So I was like, okay, this is the first step. So I went ahead and just paid the money. You know, I've been doing it. And through that, I've been able to meet some amazing people, some people that actually have helped me create my website, have helped me with social media, like all the things. And so that was a year long investment. So it's like, okay, I'm just going to do it. And then after that, I then, you know, a few months in, I realized like I really want to start a business because I was already doing a podcast all about life. I was like, well, I want to do a business. So then that's when I hired Jenny on to to help me figure out what that business would be, because she's actually a business consultant. She helps you, you know, with your small business and consult on different aspects of it. So I was like, okay, let me hire her and see what happens. So I met with her and then I was like, okay, this is going to be a good fit. So then I started going to my monthly meetings with her and we just started with figuring out a name. And so then the name was, you know, there was all different names. We couldn't figure out a name. And I just knew that it had to have life in it because my podcast was all about life and being the best you. So we're like, okay. So in a sense, we started to be like, well, do you want to do like life mentorship? I don't like the word life coach, to be honest. So that's why I said life mentorship. She first said, well, you can be a life coach. I was like, well, I don't have any certification. I don't know what that entails. She's like, well, you're already helping people. So I was like, okay, I'm, I said, I'm going to be a life mentor, not a life coach. So I was like, okay. And then we came up with let's life design because I'm helping you design the life that you want. So I went and got the DBA for that. I officially like grabbed the name, grabbed the domain name. So it was officially mine. So I had that in 2021, didn't do very much with it. And then like we set out to start that business. And then finally, I actually got so far as to I structured it. I created my own structure to it. I even had I started to beta test it. Beta testing, which if some of you don't know, is like when you are you essentially grab free clients like they're getting the service for free so you can kind of test out like how you structured certain ways or certain protocols and so I had Norma she was one of my betas I had two three other people that were my betas actually and I went through my little process of asking I created a whole questionnaire and I you know went through that process and I essentially helped them Based on the what they answered, I helped them kind of locate top things that seem to be priorities to them. And then I helped them figure out how to how to attain those things like, OK, you want to, you know, move or you want to go to get your master's. OK, well, this is what we need to do. You need to find a mentor. You need to do, you know, X, Y, Z. So I actually got to that point. But then once I created that, there was something in me that was I just wasn't all in. I felt like I felt like I just wasn't it wasn't me like something stopped me and part of that was fear but the other part was I just was like my heart's not in it and then I was also going through some stuff because again going through therapy 2021 was a roller coaster I mean 2021 was when I had my deep depression and like I just was in a very bad place in actually the end of July the beginning of August of last year so 
at that point, I was just not in the bed he- best headspace. And I just said, you know what? I need to take a break. So Jenny understood. Um, and then uh, in the meantime, I still had someone. I hired uh, Lindsay Creative, which she's the one that helped me create my my brand, my actual logos, everything for it. And so, like, we couldn't figure out the color scheme. Like, something, everything was off. Like, I just didn't like any of it. I couldn't approve anything. And I was like, you know what? So, I stepped back for two months, y'all. Two months. So, after that, I stepped away. And I just kind of took a break and focused on myself. Focused on, like, getting better. And so, then, I think it was around October, I started to feel better. So we started to go, I went back to Lindsay, we started to get that process going again with creating something that's going to be part of my brand, um, where the podcast could also live on under. And once I created that brand, I was like, okay, we're getting there, we're getting better, but the color schemes were still off. Like I could not get the color scheme. So there was all this like procrastination on my end too, because it's like, I just didn't feel like doing it. And something was holding me back this entire time. So then um, I f- it finally came to the end of the year of 2021 where I was like, okay, I we got this new 3D scanner, the iTero for my dental people that know what that is, into our practice. And that's been, that was a goal of mine to get one of those into the practice because I've seen what it can do with other practices that have implemented it. But for my own, for my own selfish reasons, I wanted it to be able to educate patients on an even better platform. So I got it and through that process, you know, we were trained and we did it all. But then I started, I was like, I was starting to realize, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, but y'all don't really train the hygienist on how to actually implement this. Cause like we already have a full schedule. We have things we got to get done in that appointment. You know, like I I do want to take some time and also let y'all know it's like hygienists, we're not just cleaning your teeth and that's it. You just think that we're there to poke and make you bleed. Now, maybe some hygienists are, I'm not going to speak for everybody else, but it's like hygienists. And I posted this um, on my Instagram one day. We are not just dental hygienists. We provide preventative therapy. We also do medical history reviews. We also take your blood pressure so we can make sure that you are taking care of yourself. We also do a periodontal risk assessment, meaning checking your gums to see like where you're at risk-wise. We also do an oral cancer screening. We take x-rays to make sure we are checking your bone levels. We also check for airway, um, an oral tissue evaluation, salivary flow detection. We check for caries, you know, to help the doctor. Uh, We check, I mean, we because when we're cleaning under your gums, we're actually checking to make sure that there's not anywhere that's sticking because cavities can be under the gums, y'all. So we're also checking for all those things all in one hour appointment. Um, We're also giving you oral hygiene instruction. We're also giving you nutritional and diet uh, counseling. I mean, the list goes on. Like we do so much. And and some of us, I am not going to say every hygienist is equal in that sense because not everyone has the same experience. From what I've gathered, I have a lot of patients that come to me and they always say, no one's ever taken the time to educate me or even show me. So I can honestly yeah. say that not every hygienist is the same. Yeah. And to just to add the other day, I don't know how we got in this conversation, but me and my coworker, we were talking 
about, I was like, yeah, my sister's a dental hygienist. And she was like, does she clean your teeth? And I was like, well, when I lived in Houston, she did. And I was like, you know, she's a really good dental hygienist. And I'm not just saying that because she's my sister, but because like she actually takes the time to educate people and not try to sell you or push, you know, something on you. She takes the time to make sure you're okay. And, you know, I think that's what, you know, healthcare is all about is like, you know, making people, making your patients feel seen, like they're not just another number. They're not just another claim that they can file with the insurance company. And so just to add my two cents there, cause I know y'all probably forgot I was even on the podcast podcast, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I, I, yeah, I let her know that. Well, thank you. Thank you for sticking up for us. And even then like the term dental hygienist, I don't really like it. I like people to say I'm a dental hygiene provider, a periodontal therapist, because we are essentially caring for your perio. I like to consider myself a provider. I've always been called a provider and that is what I am or a practitioner because that is what I practice. I don't like it's it's just like it, the I honestly, in my opinion, I'm going a little rant right now. In my personal opinion, I feel like dental hygienists are not even seen or respected half the time. That's why I've made it my mission to always be very good at my job, one, on education, and two, for people to understand that not everybody's the same. But I also strive to make the profession better because it's like, no, we're not just somebody here to clean teeth. No, it's not just a teeth cleaning. It's more than that. And if you think that, then, you know, we got to reassess that issue. It's 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 not funny, haha. But it's what does that mean? What what mean? Oh oh, there's this thing on on TikTok. It's like that's funny. It's not funny, haha. It's funny, weird. <laughs> Have you seen I that? No. <laughs> oh, anyways, yeah. well, there's a there's a, that sound is trending as in social media. But anyways, so I I personally not that it triggers me, but I'm just like okay, as for any hygienist out there listening. It's taking pride in what you do and knowing that every single day that you get up, you're there to take care of someone else because you may be able you may be able to catch oral cancer. You may be catching some some airway issue. Like what if they have sleep apnea and no one's ever talked to them about, you know, recession and grinding are not just, oh, they're brushing too hard. No, Mm -hmm. a lot of times severe grinders, it's associated with some sort of airway issue. It is more than that. You can't be slapping a night guard on every single patient and calling it a day. It's more than that. We have to, as a profession, take it a step further and actually analyze things as they should. It's not just, oh, I'm here to clean your teeth and polish them. No. And even on top of that, I don't just polish your teeth. I actually go in and clean every single piece and part of your tooth. Okay. But I feel personally growing up, even from when I started my profession, I just felt like dental hygienists were not respected or seen. And it wasn't until I had a mentor that actually taught me and showed me that, you know, like she like had a passion for it. And I was like, I want to be like her. Like she was an all-star hygienist. Like she cared for every, like she's the one that started this whole you know, we're not just hygienists. We are providers. And she even said, no, we are periodontal therapists. And that's kind of like the title we took on it in the, in the, and we had a doctor that also backed us up. Of course, that also helps when your doctor also respects and sees the value that you bring to a practice. We're not just pushing in and patients out just because it's a, it's a body in the chair and that's going to be some sort of money. The thing is you want quality patients that understand that dental insurance is a joke And it's just a coupon at this point. I want y'all to understand that there's a huge misconception on that. Dental insurance is not like medical insurance and they have not raised how much they are covering on your end 
in like 15 years. They have not. They're still covering for a cleaning, you know, not even half that. Some people have really great coverage. Some people, not everybody's the same. That is why a lot of dentists are going out of network now. And when you hear out of network versus in network, in network, there are some good in network dentists. I'm not going to say there's not, but in network and out of network are very different because they out of network does not allow the insurance to dictate the quality of work. In network doctors, you have to do a lot more patients and a lot more work to make the same amount or to even survive as a practice because you are in a contract with that insurance and they're only going to pay you a certain amount and that's it. And that's not our fault. Our job is to actually do dentistry. Doctors do dentistry. Hygienists provide preventative care. That is our job. We should not be stipend by the money part. But anyways, I regress, y'all. I'm getting off track. What's new? Um, I mean, I could go on and on about that. And that's just kind of how I feel. But I do want y'all to kind of start knowing the differences between those things. And I love educating people on the differences on like in-network versus out-of-network and what those providers mean. And like I said, it's not to say that doctors that are in-network, they're not quality doctors. There are some really great doctors that are in-network, but it's fewer and fewer from what I'm seeing now. So just to let you know, you get what you pay for and the quality is always going to show on that. Just letting you know. And I've worked in private practice, out of network and in network. And let me tell you, there is a huge difference between out of network and in network offices, just from my own experience. So that's just my two cents or 10. But anyways, going back to my story on how I created this whole company. Uh, so it was around fall. I got this 3D scanner into the office and then if it weren't for me already knowing how to use it and also already um, kind of implementing it in another office, I would have probably been like, eh, I can use it just to scan for impressions for like a night guard or, you know, Invisalign. Now, but me being the extra person that I am, I said, ooh, this is a great technology. So I implemented it in all my new patient exams. I call it a new patient experience. And I've also implemented it in all my recare, the people that co- are coming in regularly. I'm trying to get everybody by the end of the year. By the end of this year, I'm hoping to have had everybody scanned in our office, in our practice. So that way we can use that as a record keeping tool because we're able to compare certain things from year to year. So you're able to see like, oh, this recession or whatever has gotten worse. So I think it's an amazing tool for any office. Well, you know what? If y'all are thinking I'm getting one, then I need to get commission off of that. Those, those, uh, iteros that might be sold in other offices. <laughs> you know, you got to work, you got to hustle. But anyways, once we got that, then I started talking to the rep and I was like, Hey, I was like, how many other offices are actually using this, this product? And she's like, you know, you're probably one of, you know, there's very few that actually hygienists are utilizing it in their rooms. They always kind of push back. And I started a question. I was like, what do you mean? I was like, I thought every hygienist did what I do. And she's like, no, no, they do not. And I keep hearing this even with some of my own friends that are in the dental world that are managers. You know, they practice in dental offices and they're like, no, it's like they'll scan, but they don't use it as an educational tool. And I'm just there baffled. Like, why? So then I got this genius idea. I was like, wait a minute. Wait, there's a need here and nobody's doing this. So then I actually talked to the reps. I presented the company with a option that I could come in and help as a consultant for them because I already am doing it. And I think it's easier when a hygienist speaks to another hygienist 
because the guard comes down. When a rep is trying to talk to a hygienist, the, the hygienist is looking at them like, you don't even know what I do on a daily basis. So how am I going to listen to you? You're just trying to sell us another product. So that's the way I kind of look at it. So honestly, if you are out there and you have a scanner or you're wanting to implement it and you really want to uh, level up your practice in the way you do things, reach out to me because that is what I specialize in. I actually have come to terms and realized that I actually have quite a bit of skill and talent in this area. And I also have noticed a huge gap between new hygienist and seasoned hygienist. And there's no one in between to mentor them. And so I decided to create my company on that whole basis is helping bridge that gap. I want to be able to help dentists optimize their their dental hygiene department because, in my opinion, it is the mitochondria of an office. Okay? Mm -hmm. That's what I was about to say. I was going to say, like, I feel like y'all are kind of like, because you you sent... You're kind of like the, of course, like the patient comes in and sees the, you know, the front desk people, they check them in and out, but you kind of set the tone for what the, what the rest of the feeling is going to be, you know, because the dentist doesn't come until later. So Exactly. So honestly, mm-hmm. be, and depending on how your office does it, but typically most patients will come in and see the hygienist more often, as well as have a new patient experience through the hygienist. So I then started to work with Jenny and we like dove in and I structured everything. I mean, and like I said, this took, you know, from, from October, I think October was when I finally said that this, or no, it was, no, it was December of last year. I finally said, Jenny, this is what I want to do. And that was the first time that I actually had like a, a reassuring feeling like I was doing the right thing. And I had avoided doing dentistry because I did not want to do consulting in my own field because one, I was afraid and I felt like I wasn't good enough or I wasn't talented enough to teach all these because I didn't feel like I could do it. And a lot of that just came, honestly, I, a lot of it was fear-based because I was afraid of failure. And the reality is, is after I started talking to some of my friends and telling them a little bit about it, they're like, what are you talking about? They're like, you're like a rock star hygienist. She's like, we, you know, they now compare me to like my mentor who was the rock star hygienist. And that's a huge compliment because I don't see myself. I'm always like trying to get to her level, but I don't ever think that I'm at her level. But that's when it finally hit me. And I was just like, okay, this is what I'm doing. And then we started to get to business. So we spent pretty much the entire first part of this year creating the actual process. And then I was still pitching like the company. I was already pitching them ideas for their specific company. And then I've started to talk to some dentists and just already, I was already putting myself out there without even having a website or having an actual logo or anything. So then it wasn't until a few months ago that I finally like finalize the logo. I got a website. I got, I went and did a photo shoot for the website. Like y'all, everything was just kind of falling into place, but it took time and it took a process. And I finally had to start believing what I was capable of because I kind of kept doubting myself. And the reality is, is I know what I bring to the table because I do it every day at work. I know what I'm doing. And then I'm noticing all these hygienists that come help us that they're just, they're not There are hygienists that come in and just kind of come in and out. They do a little bit of education, but I feel like there's not a lot of like 
talking about other things and just like brushing and flossing. I'm like, well, what kind of toothbrush? Not every toothbrush is the same. Not everybody's going to do the same. What if they have systemic problems going on? Diabetes, you know, there's a whole other factor. And I was like, wait, I have that knowledge. Why don't I share it? So that's where I created, it's kind of two part where I also mentor hygienists one-on-one and share my knowledge and show them like these are the things you need to look for whenever you have x y and z type of patient or this is how we can create a better new patient experience so that's kind of where the company just is it's i'm utilizing what i'm really good at i'm also utilizing trying to help people have and design the best office that they possibly have for quality but also for production like at the end of the day is the business so you have to make money And I also want the dentist and the hygienist to be able to work cohesively and harmoniously to where we're not bumping heads. It's not like, oh, you're the doctor and I'm the hygienist. A lot of times, just like nurses, they know more than, you know, what's happening. Like they know because they've seen it. They've been seeing it, you know. So it's also creating that relationship with doctors and really knowing how to help them trust their hygienist and make sure that they both feel seen and heard. So that way they have a really good relationship and then things are going to flow y'all things flow better when you have better relationships with your employees and with your coworkers. And there's an understanding of holding each other accountable for those things. So that's where and why I started my company is because after avoiding it for so many years, of trying to be a consultant in my own field, um, I've come to realize like there's a need. I have a lot of knowledge on it. And I truly believe that I'm, I'm going to be able to make a difference in how our profession is seen and how the new, the wave of dentistry is going. Because like I said, the newer offices, they're starting to see it. They're starting to make more like dental spas. It's an experience. It's not just a dental office. Mm-hmm. So it's about merging technology and newer and more advanced ways of taking care of patients all together to being able to give them the most and best quality experience so that they, one, will return to you and two, will not have a problem paying for that money. Because people will pay for an iPhone, they'll pay for an iPad. Individuals will pay for what they feel like they understand and they know that they need. Whenever you're trying to sell them something, they're not gonna pay for that. You have to show them why it's needed. And if you're not doing that, you're really losing out. So like I said, if you need my help, call me up. I'm here. My website is live. You can contact me via the website or you can just straight up email me. So I'm here for y'all. And we're here to create a new revolution of dentistry and dental hygiene and how it's done. That's exciting. Yeah. So, you know, and there's been a lot of lessons because like I said, when I had my breakdown, I just didn't know where to go. But I, like I said, I allowed myself to have that space and time to process what I needed to process. Then the energy surge and finally, like the universe just has a way of kind of guiding you when you allow it to of where you really need to be. Because I kept getting these like opportunities and I was like, wait, is this okay, universe? I hear you. So it's like it kept nudging me towards where I needed to be. It just I was being stubborn. Shocker. (laughs) <laughs> you were born stubborn. Yeah, that's just kind of my story. I mean, there's there's so much more that went in between all all of that. But I just I wanted to be able to share, you know, my why and and the whole reason behind this company and you know 
we're just getting started. I really don't know where it's going to take me. I know it's going to go far and I don't plan on quitting or giving up. It's just everything Mm -hmm. also takes time. You have to understand that you have to be patient and nothing is ever going to go necessarily as planned because there's always something that's going to kind of be off center. So you just kind of have to learn how to like pivot and move forward. You know, I was supposed to have this huge meeting, finally an opportunity with this company. And then that got canceled. I was ready. I was prepared. I had little folders, my business cards, everything, y'all. And then they canceled. I was like, it is what it is. Now you're ready for the next one. Yeah. And now my website's actually live. So, you know, I didn't have a live website yet. So that was the And you have business cards now. Yeah, I got official business cards, y'all. They look so cute. So if you come to the meet and greet. I'll hand you my business card. But are you now going to have two different ones? uh, No, because my, well, I guess I still have the other one. But the thing is, is the website Let's Life Design has two parts. It holds my podcast platform, but it also holds the consulting. So you can reach out to me and I have a form that you can fill out and it shows you like you can click on whatever you're interested in, if it's sponsorship or if it's collaboration or whatever or mentorship, you can click on that and then I'm able to really see like, okay, what are we doing? But this is a way to house all of my things that I love in one place so you can get exposed. And I also have um, like kind of my why um, you get to a story a little bit about me, the behind the scene, you know, you get to know me a little bit more and what I actually do on there. And it, it's just, like I said, it's just a house for all the things that I'm doing right now. So, so that's, that's just really what's been it. It I mean, it's been a journey and, uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know. You know, I'm hoping to be able to still keep the podcast going weekly, but if the business starts to take more of my time, I have to focus on p- clients that are paying me. The podcast doesn't really make money, money yet. It's, it's been a great platform to grow and get to really explore life with. So I still will love it and I'm still going to do it. It's just, Right now, we're going to see where it goes because you never know if like I start a whole dental podcast on on giving, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think on my social media, I also started a social media page, Let's Life Design, that is strictly dental. I'm going to go through dental stuff there. I'm going to give dental education there. Um, that's o- that's only going to be the dental side. Um, so that way I don't mix you know, the podcast with that. It's just they kind of have their own. The website will have again, house everything at once. And that's exciting. So you could get different sponsorships like from Colgate or Sensodyne or whatever. Or my favorite, Cocoa Floss. Oh, Cocoa Floss. Yeah. Yes, they're my favorite. I'm trying to get a, uh, I would love to partner up with them because I already recommend them and I use it personally myself or Oral B. Come on, y'all. What y'all doing? But, um, right. But, that's pretty much it, y'all. This is, you know, I'm excited for this new venture. It's taken, you know, two years pretty much to like get to this point. And I really just want to encourage anybody out there to like never give up on your dreams. Make sure a few things, words of advice is get a mentor, surround yourself with people that are already doing the same and just, you know, take it day by day, step by step. It's, you know, you never really know where you're going to end up until you start to really explore that because one day it's going to hit you and you're going to be like, okay, this, this is, this feels right. But if it doesn't feel right and it feels off, then it's probably not 
quite right yet. And there's no point in rushing something because then it's never, it's going to feel like you aren't putting enough time or effort into it. So, and if you rush something that you're not passionate about, you're going to burn out or you're going to end up not loving it as much. And if you're going to start a side hustle or a business that you want to actually succeed, you need to have some sort of passion towards it because you're going to have to do this every single day. Yeah, that's true. I was because at first, whenever you had mentioned, you know, your whole life mentor, I was like, well, I mean, yeah, but I feel like the whole dental thing would be make more sense because you have so much more knowledge when it comes to that. I mean, you were you've been in the industry for what, like 13, 14, I don't know, some years. For, yeah, 14 plus. Yeah. And, you know, but I'm just sharing my experience. I'm excited and I'm more than happy to talk more about it if y'all want me to open up about it. But I don't want to bore y'all to death. <laughs> but if you have questions on how she started it, please feel free to leave a comment. Yes. Always happy to answer the questions. And like I said, this is just kind of my little recap on sharing my journey. And if it weren't for like Jenny Sanchez, she's my she's my business consultant. And if it weren't for like all the amazing women that I've met through her, I mean, it wouldn't have, you know, her and Lindsay have been a crucial part of the whole thing because Lindsay helped me create the brand like the vision that I had in my head, but I just didn't know how to like explain it and express it. And she created something that's me because I told her I don't want to be boring and stuffy because that's not me. I wanted to create something that a logo and colors that resonated with who I am. I'm bright. I'm fun. Pink is always going to be a part of my brand, whatever I do. Mm -hmm. So and I really think that it resonates with that. And I mean, who doesn't want let's life design like we design a life. Y'all, it's an LLC, so you can't take it away from me. It's an f- official now, LLC. I will add in this like it's, it's funny that you mentioned like colors and things like that, because like now every time I see like pink, I like think of you automatically because that's your color. And so it's kind of crazy how like, you know, when a person sees a color, they can automatically refer back to something like a brand or whatever. So pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, and I embraced it because at first I was like, I was trying to cater to like men and women, but it's just like, yeah, for like my podcast, I was like, you know what, it's gonna be about women because I know I'm a woman myself. And I just love pink. Pink is beautiful. It's it's a pretty color. It's got variety in it. And and then my brand for Let's Life Design, it's got green in there. So it's got a it's got a masculine tone to it as well. But it's got more feminine because I do have two shades of pink in there. But I don't know. It's just it was a fun process. But if you're not in the best headspace, it's going to be hard to make decisions because I kept doubting every decision I was making. And even now, mm-hmm. like creating my whole protocol and creating what I would offer that too was so hard because it's just like, OK, what am I? I don't know. I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, I've never done this before. I have no business background. I don't know anything about business, but that's why you got to get the right people on your side to help you mm-hmm. figure it all out. Mm-hmm. So, right. yeah, what was it? I think that's, that's, that's yeah. my life. <laughs> that's my life. Yeah. Huh? Um, Elon Musk had said something about like, oh, you know, like I may not know, like, you know, all the things about like electric cars, but I'm going to hire people who do know that. And so obviously exactly. you don't have to know everything. You can hire people you know, to that know everything about it. So yeah, and then I've created a company that obviously I'm the only consultant under it right now. But I've created it to where I 
later on can be able to scale it and grow it to something bigger where I bring on other consultants to help me and get their own offices, you know. So sky's the limit, y'all. It's the moon. So yeah, but y'all, that is it for today's episode. Again, I'm super excited for this Saturday, the 20th. We'll be celebrating from four to seven at the sporting club. I cannot wait to see all of you there. And that's pretty much it, y'all. So y'all, shoot for the stars, follow your dreams, and surround yourself with the people that you want to be like. Because those are they are truly going to inspire you to start thinking like they think. You start wondering, like, how are they there, you know? And just having people also, that's another thing. My last bit of advice is finding people, and they don't have to be your family, but finding people that you can easily trust and go to with ideas. Like, have solid, like, few people that you can be like, hey, what would you think about this idea? Because then they're going to be honest with you about it. They're not going to be worried about hurting your feelings. But that's my one tip also that I would want to give to you is finding business-minded people so that you can honestly figure that sort of thing out. But it's been an amazing episode. Thank you for joining me and my journey to get to where we are today with Let's Life Design. Go to the website. Go check it out. It's letslifedesign.com. It's just all one word, no um, parentheses or anything. It's L-E-T-S-L-I-F-E-D-E-S-I-G-N.com. Um, so go check it out. Let me she's, know. Legit, she's legit. She got a dot .com, not a dot .net, not a dot .at&t. <laughs> I told you from the very beginning I had bought the domain and all mm-hmm. the rights to it so that it would be mine. So it is mine. Hopefully nobody takes it from me. But is is a mine. Yeah. Even the LLC, the name is all mine. Y'all, if no one has told you today or lately, you are loved, you are worthy, and you matter. So go out there and do something amazing. And don't forget to be kind along the way, especially to yourself do an act of kindness and norma thank you so much for joining us and letting me rant for pretty much most of the episode you're welcome i'm used to it (laughs) all right y'all bye bye